Okay. Right and live in three, two, one. Here we go. It's the Jerry Torres Program, a podcast with no bad news, no sad news, no politics, no religion, no misinformation of science or medical issues, just happy fun stuff. And now, here's your host, me. Not just me. No. My buddy Lolo Torres is my, my new partner in crime. Mr. Nice Guy, 6668. Thank you so much, everybody. Hello, one and all, to another edition episode of the Jerry Torres Program. And now, I will lower this very quickly. Thank you, everybody, for coming on, staying on. What the hell, man? I'm supposed to stop this. Good Lord, it's not stopping. What the? Oh, my God. Oh, sheesh. Oh, my God. There we go. Why am I still hearing the sound effect? Am I still hearing it on here? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is weird. This is weird. Because my thing was supposed to stop, but it didn't stop. Why? Great. Now people are yawning. Welcome, everybody, to another edition episode of the Jerry Torres Program. And you can hear me on Spotify, Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, and uh, I'm on Audible and Amazon Podcasts, too. So you can catch my previous podcast shows when I first started on iHeart. My first 75 episodes are there. And the reason why I left iHeart and I tell people the story, they kind of wanted me to pay out of pocket for me to stay on there. I said, F you, hell no. That's why I'm on Spotify. But I appreciate everybody coming on, staying on. And I thank you so much. Welcome, one and all. Alexa, play some 80s music, please. Here's a station for you. All right. There we go. All right. So. Today, let's see what happened to me today. Well, today I woke up. Today I went to the, ran my four miles, and then I did my grocery shopping, and then I made a delicious Asian rice meal with vegetables and sliced pork. Yes, I did. And what the hell's going on? Why is my, there we go. But ladies and gentlemen, before I continue my day, I'd like to invite a very lovely lady that's here right now. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Lolo Torres from Massachusetts. Let her hear it. You. <laughs> Yes, 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 oh my God, they love you, Lolo, welcome, and Vance the hottie, yes, I do remember, give it up for Vance, yes, welcome one all to another edition episode of the Jerry Torres program, I appreciate everybody coming on, staying on, thank you so much, everybody tap that screen like crazy, everybody follow each other, everybody show some respect, and show some love, because that's what TikTok is all about, it's not Instagram, it's not Facebook, it's not Twitter, it is TikTok. And why? Because I am getting more followers on TikTok than on Instagram. Than on Well, Facebook is pretty much way outdated now. Facebook is now the new MySpace, okay? And Twitter is just all about political racism. That's what it is. So I am not 
on Twitter anymore. I don't post nothing on Twitter. I don't post nothing on Instagram or Facebook. If you if I did, it'd be something majorly important. Which, by the way, this is the one important thing. This Saturday coming up, it is the Mount Holly Car Show. Yes. Um, they I will be there walking around with some of my friends. And we're all going to check out uh, some classic cars, vintage cars. There's contests. There's plenty of food that's going to be there. Plenty of music and contests is going to be there. There's going to be police, firemen, and rescue vehicles that are going to be there. So you, kids can check them out. And if people are going to ask me, are there going to be heavy police presence? Yes, there is. Okay. And now, in the term of heavy police presence, I'm talking about there's going to be uh, county sheriff, state troopers, Burlington County Police, Mount Holly Police. So you're talking about like an entire battalion of police officers walking around my town. All right. So everybody will be safe. There will be major roadblocks. So that way, no jerk off is going to drive right through. There will be police barricades. And not only that, it will be police on bikes, on foot, and in, in their cars walking around. So you're talking about possibly maybe 500 police officers walking around, keeping everybody safe. So no moronic idiot with is going to ruin it, or people are going to start a fight, or people with their illegal bikes from Philadelphia thinking that the street is theirs. So again, I say, ladies and gentlemen, the Mount Holly Car Show will be extraordinarily safe. All right. I know because some of my closest friends are police officers in this district, and they're all telling me it's going to be an entire battalion of police officers walking around. So they're not taking any chances because they want everybody from uh, family to friends to neighbors to be completely safe. So everybody, please don't worry because of these constant, um, you know, unexpected shootings that's been happening across the United States. Everybody's like, oh, I'm afraid to go out. I don't know what to do. Oh, my goodness. What if some jerk off with a gun starts shooting people? I don't know what to do. I don't want to. Well, again, I say this. Hello, Stifler's mom. How you doing, Sharon? Please stick around with me, Angel. Hello, Stifler. Miss Sharon. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, Sharon. How you doing, sweetheart? So, again, I say it will be safe. All right? So, everybody, have no worries. All right? And if you see the police officer there, be cool with them, all right? Don't try to think you're Mr. Tough or Mr. or Mrs. Tough Guy, all right? Because they will tackle you down. They will taser you, all right? So, as a matter of fact, a friend of mine who is a lieutenant in the Burlington County Police uh, contacted me, and he goes, I've been getting a lot of those questions, too, but if you're going to be on your podcast tonight, please tell everybody there will be, the word is a battalion of police officers. A battalion is like a small army, so no worries at all all right and this is how safe it's going to be they're going to be flying drones police drones flying around and there's going to be many sections of streets that will be blocked in other words there might be two or three to get in to get out all right and what i mean by blocks they're going to be blocked i mean they're going to put like cement barricades so again any moronic idiot thinks the road is theirs or some uh, lowbrow uh, idiot who's pretty much, you know, knowledge is equivalent to a, a toilet brush, thinking that, hey, I'm going to get my, my uh, quad runners and my street bike and my dirt bikes. We're going to, you know, go across that street. Or any people thinking, hey, I got a Fast and Furious car as a drifter. I'm going to go on there and own the street. All right, Stifler's mom. There you go, sweetheart. 
So again, it will be safe. All right. So I'm not going to say you have my word on it. You're going to have my word. You're going to have the word with the Burlington, New Jersey State County Sheriff. Again, we'll be there roaming the streets, keeping everybody safe and making sure everybody's there having a great time. And again, there will be police drones flying around. There will be police with on bikes, on foot, with their dogs. And I'm not kidding. <laughs> so if anyone wants to think they're Mr. Gangster, Mr. Mobster, Mr. And Mrs. Ken or Karen, or, you know, fake wannabe thugs, you know, thinking they're the mob, good luck. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not going to ruin anyone's good time here in my hometown of Mount Holly, New Jersey, because the police around here are no joke. All right. Anyway, so other than that, this Saturday, it is the Mount Holly Car Show. So I'm definitely going to walk around. I'll be with my friends who are car heads just like me. And there's like, I'm going to check out the cars from the 70s. They're going to have a section there of the car of the 70s. So I'm definitely going to look at those because you want to talk about engines. Those babies purr, man. So, and there will be cars from the 40s, the 50s, the 60s. All right. And people that restored cars. I'm going to see those guys. You know, those are the guys I have immense respect for. They get a car that's beat up, you know, like near death, ready to be thrown into the abyss of forget forgetfulness of cars. But these guys with time, passion, and money, they took years and they restore it. And I've seen one of a 56 Mustang restored. I've seen one of a 77 Cadillac restored. And I've also seen one that I love. It was one of my favorite cars. It is a 77 Chevy uh, Super Sport. This guy took him five years to restore, and it is beautiful. And every year he brings that car out there. And I always ask him the same question. Uh, if someone offered you, if Jeff Bezos came here and offered you, say, $1 billion for your car, would you sell it? And he goes, nope. <laughs> I was like, seriously, you would turn down $1 billion not to sell your car to Jeff Bezos if he offered you that money? He goes, nope. It says, it took me five years to restore my baby, and it's going to be my baby. I was like, all right, good answer. You know what I mean? Personally, I said, yeah, give me the money. Here's my car. I could buy another one. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, but, you know, it, that's him. You smart. Thank you. You very smart. <laughs> I know. I know. Please. <laughs> anyway, so how you doing, Lolo and Sharon? How you doing? If Sharon is still there. I think she left. I know my buddy Lolo, my new friend Lolo is there. Lolo would never leave my side. Yeah. Anyway, so before I continue what happened to me yesterday and the day before, right? I always talk about, you know, the normal stuff, food, cars, sports, you know, which again, I always keep mentioning, I will get back to that routine again. All right. Oh, look at that. My buddy Lolo. Look at that. She's sending me messages. See what I mean? I love it when those people stay on. And because I keep telling them, you're on my podcast show, we can listen to the audio, you know, if you stay on the whole time, I will shout out your name so many times. And that way you can hear it on the audio. Oh, God, Jerry, Jerry mentioned my name. Oh, my God. You've been my buddy. Just don't remember. LOL. <laughs> we had the time the last time I hear you, Madam Lolo. But anyway. Um, so today, pretty much this morning, I did my routine, jogged my four miles, did my shopping, went showering, did a shower. I showered after my jog. And then, uh, what else did I do? I'm trying to find Tupperware. I'm trying to find manly Tupperware because I have, I have cookies. I love cookies and I love wafers. Those are my two favorite. 
my favorite wafer is chocolate peanut butter wafers. That's my kryptonite. I love chocolate peanut butter wafers. I have a lot of them. You know, I even have chocolate fig newtons. Now, I know I'm 50 years old. I'm on a diet. I got to be careful. You know what I mean? So, but I can't help it. I'm a sugar head. You know what I mean? And, but I have boxes. Now, what I'm going to do is buy a couple of Tupperware and put all the cookies in one Tupperware. All of them. Mix it up with chocolate chip cookies, wafers, and fig newtons, all that in one big Tupperware. Just mix it up. You know, kind of like a trail mix of all cookies in one Tupperware. So I'm going to look around tomorrow and buy that because I can't have cookie boxes scattered everywhere. That's disgusting. So I just want one big Tupperware put all my cookies in there. What do you think, Lola? you think that's a good idea? Please let me know. And by the way, last week, last Friday, I went for my colonoscopy. That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, I didn't say- <laughs> um, yeah, I went for my colonoscopy last week, and... Uh, uh, let me tell you, everything went well. Thank you. All right. There was no cancer at all. I went for my colonoscopy and uh, I pretty much, JJ, how you doing? And it's, it's pretty much, uh, everything was very okay. I have no cancer. They removed one little polyp. They said the polyp was no bigger than a pinky fingernail. So they removed that. Hey, JJ. How you doing, sweetie? Oh, what the hell is this? Oh, wait, wait. I got you, Lola. Why am I? There you go, sweetie. All right, JJ. Oh, let me see you, JJ. There you go. JJ, positive vibes. Treat others the way you want to be treated. There you go, JJ. All right. So, JJ, if you stick around, too, just like my new buddy Lolo, follow each other, and that way you guys can be really good friends, and then you stay on here, just like Deborah Handloving. How you doing, Debbie? How you doing? And so, I, if anyone, see, look, at 50, they say now you have to go for your colonoscopy at 45, it used to be 50. So, I was never procrastinating, I was never afraid to take my colonoscopy, I never dodged it. It's just that I have no colon cancer in my family, you know, and now the thing was this, um, there's no cancer in my family and uh, I haven't been myself lately with all these, all these haters. Oh, listen, how you doing, sweetie? Hold on. I'm going to pause you real quick. Hold on. I'm going to pause. That was my buddy, JJ. I had to pause it real quick uh, because of my time. But as for Megan, Lolo, and JJ, it had I not. No, JJ, you can stay on and listen. All right, sweetie. But I'm about to get into a story that happened to me a couple days ago in your type of situation. All right. It happens more than once to me, too. But uh, stick around and listen to this story as I continue on with my day. All right. So today, like I said, back to the beginning again, I had my colonoscopy. There you go. About. Uh, last weekend, okay? Now, when my colonoscopy, I walked in there and the doctors were singing a song to me. They were singing this song. But, but, but. Don't turn off the town castle, but. But, but, but. Town castle, but. They didn't sing that song, all right? 
Your mama need. Uh, I have one. I work with the elderly, so maybe I can work for you. Ha. Okay. <laughs> well, look, the thing was this. I went to the procedure. All right. And the doctors there were cool. The, the endoscopic people, whatever. And uh, I wasn't nervous. I wasn't scared. I'm a comedian. I'm like, yo, I got mad material on this. But as a comedian, I do my research. I don't want to say something that's been repeating so many times about colonoscopy. So I had to find my own stuff. So the doctors were really cool. They said I can't film during the procedure, but I can film after the procedure. That's why you saw that video on TikTok of me waking up after my fentanyl that they fed me. So I went in there and I started to take off my clothes. Don't get excited, Lolo and Megan the Great. Okay, y'all come down. You too, JJ. Relax. Take a deep breath. <gasps> Did he just say take off his clothes? Oh my God! You know. So you just get some water. All right, we're gonna wait a couple seconds. Grab some water. Get some air. All right, there you go. Count to ten. Think about your man, your boyfriend, your affair. All right. <laughs> all right. Are we all calm? Are we all calm? Y'all, 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 y'all cool? All right, because you know what I mean. The J man, that's me. You know, I make sure the ladies don't get passed out when I when I say I take off my clothes. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Please stay seated. Thank you. Now, this is what happened. So um I was in this room and they said yeah, you have to strip completely naked, but wear this Roman backless gown. I was like, all right, you know. And I was like, ooh, material is going through my head. So they, the next thing you know, I'm, I, I, they told me I could keep my socks on, so I wasn't completely naked. So I, I was in there, wore my gown, I sat back, and the nurse was there. She was fine, you know, and she was there. She was, like, holding my hand. Not holding my hand, checking my pulse rate because they were going to shoot up the fentanyl in me. And uh, they were testing it with salt water. And next thing you know, um, they rolled me in. Doctor came in, Dr. Fob. He was awesome. He has a great sense of humor. Uh, we talked about sports in the middle of the procedure, not in the middle of the procedure, before the procedure. And next thing you know, they said, all right, well, it takes about 15 minutes. After that, you know, we're going to wake you up and then, you know, I'll give you the results of what happened. So next thing you know, they shot me up with fentanyl. Jerry, I was the nurse. You just don't remember. Hmm. You were the nurse? You were in the room? How was my butt? Anyway. <laughs> Lolo Torres. All right, hold on. Let me write your name down. I'll look you up, my dear. Hold on. Uh, Torres. All right. Did you just say, did you just look at my butt and say, mm, my goodness, I could just squeeze it. But anyway, so I was there. Dr. Fob came in and said, everything is fine. Everything was great. You know, you have no cancer. Blah, blah, this. You know, and for 48 hours, I had a fast, man. I hated it. I hated it. But I have a lovely family. You know what they did? They bought cheesesteaks, chicken fingers, and fries, and were eating right in front of me while I was eating my green jello and drinking my clear drinks. Damn family. Anyway, but, you know, but everything was well. I woke up. Uh, I couldn't drive anything. I couldn't drive anywhere. I was, my, my younger brother picked me up, and then uh, I came back. I walked uh, the first thing I ate as soon as I came home was the leftover chicken fingers, fries, and hat and cheesesteak that was in there. Man, next thing you know, I was eating chocolate cake. <laughs> I was eating this, and then I went upstairs, and the fentanyl was still in me. And I lied down and I took like a two hour nap. And I felt a little better, a little more groggier, 
but the next day I was feeling so much better. And uh, so there was a situation that happened in that. A couple of days later, I get this uh, person that wants to follow me, right? It was a young kid, 20 years old, right? Didn't know the guy. I forgot his, uh, I think his name was uh, 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 Natural Douche Nozzle. That was his name. And so this guy uh, wrote me a message. He wanted me to follow him, but he wrote me a message first. And I read the message, and he goes, no, technically, you know, he did follow me, right? And I accepted his follow. But around a couple hours later, he wrote this message after checking out my my after colon before and after colonoscopy videos. He wrote this on my he wrote this message to me and says, "Dude, why the f are you posting those colonoscopy videos? You think people are gonna care about your colonoscopy? What the f?" And this thing was long, like of anger, like he was like, "Yo, dude, what the f? You're 20 years old. You know what I mean? It's like uh, enjoy your health." There's some people that have colon cancer at a very young age and they don't even know it, you know? And, but I mean, he was like all upset and angry. I was like, your videos are not funny, blah, blah, this. And again, this is the situation that JJ is going through. All right. Me being me and listening to these professional social network experts. All right. You got to listen to them. These people actually have PhDs in psychology, you know? And, and again, these people work for NASA, law enforcement, military, Fortune 500 companies, you know, um, and they started their own business, you know, and uh, a couple of them don't want to work with Facebook anymore because they're not they don't listen to them. And they say, you know what? Zuckerberg's a douchebag and they don't like they don't want to work with Facebook anymore. When TikTok blew up, now they're for TikTok now and it's still blowing up. So listen to these people. So many of the yo cyberhood that's my boy megan the gray and lolo please follow my boy right there cyberhood i love this guy he is awesome he's very nice very friendly just don't get on this bad side you know what i mean so give it up for my new my buddy my buddy my buddy my buddy cyberhood yeah no 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 that's my boy cyberhood he's gonna get the big applause cyberhood give it up Oh my goodness, the ladies are undressing themselves. Please, this is a professional clean. Nah, go ahead, keep going. And anyway. <laughs> so many of these experts say that when you're involved with a troll, a hater, someone that's bullying you online, TikTok responds very quickly. They do. All right. And unlike Facebook and Instagram or Twitter, it takes them days. You know, and be like, oh, what did he say? All right, if he does it again, you know, no, TikTok is like, yo, if he does it again, the next minute, he's, you know, we'll give him a warning. If he keeps it up, we're going to block him indefinitely, you know. And that's what's great about TikTok. They respond fast, you know. But anyway, so I didn't respond back. I listened to these actors. They say, number one, if it's a troll, a hater, right? Someone is bugging you putting you down, insulting, whatever, right? Um, the one thing you should not do is respond back. That's They all say that. Do not respond back because that's what they want. That's your fuel. 
And if you respond back, they're going to be like, yeah. And then when you, once you respond back, they're going to write back another insult and then another. And then another, and it's going to enrage you. It's going to piss you off to a point where as soon as you write something back to them, they blocked you because they don't want to hear what you have to say to them. And they win because now you're upset. You're pissed off. It ruined your day. You know what I mean? So... All these experts say, you know, be the bigger person, you know, walk with your chin up by not responding back and you blocking and delete them. You know, of course, they're going to say, oh, she's a punk or he's a punk. He doesn't want to respond back. I'm like, no, I don't, I don't, don't waste my time. So I blocked and deleted the kid immediately and. On the TikTok saying, would you like to report something? It's like, nah, not really. You know, I don't want to report nothing. You know, because why? Because he didn't do it randomly. It was his first time, you know. And they just moved to the next. Of course they moved to the next. Of course. Until when they move to the next person, which will report them more than once. And then that person is like, why did I get banned on TikTok? Because you were a moronic idiot. Your intelligence is equivalent to an athlete's foot. You know what I mean? That's why, you know, you thinking that it's fun, but other people don't like it. So it's not fun, you know. But in the case of what happened with that kid, um, I immediately blocked and deleted him. I was like, dude, are you serious? You're really upset because I'm posting videos about colon cancer awareness? You know what I mean? Um, Why are you upset, Lolo? Anyway. So this kid was like upset and angry. I was like, dude, you're 20 years old. Enjoy your health. They're kids your age that have colon cancer, that have a cancer, and they're not enjoying life. They're pretty much struggling to survive, you know, by pills and injections and radiation. While you're just being a douche behind a computer, pissed off at the world because you only have two friends. That's your mom and your imaginary friend. You know what I mean? So I didn't want to waste my time responding, so I immediately blocked and deleted them, which I've done it more than once. You know, you feel victorious. It's therapeutic. It feels you feel make yourself feel better. Best way I can describe it is kind of like you're a hitman, and you take someone out. You're like, yeah, I felt cold, but it had to be done. I'm sorry, my boss gave me the orders. You know what I mean? Like it had to be done. So, yeah, don't waste your time. Now, this was another incident that happened to me a couple days ago. I'll shout out this woman's name. I blocked and deleted her on everything. All right. There was a woman named, uh, not Lolo. There was another. Her name was Lola. She was from Staten Island. Okay. Now, one, I hate to say this. She was a very attractive woman, but a woman with no sense of humor. None at all. And she was one of those type of people on TikTok that would say, Mira. Don't slide. Don't go to another video. Listen to me. You know, you better yourself and be good to people. Okay. And I'm like, wow, you were pretty much a cosmetologist and now you think you're a psychologist. Okay. Yeah. And this woman wears so much face spackle. I mean, you know, like, like seriously, like she goes through five jars of face spackle to really cover her wrinkles. You know, not just wrinkles, but like, you know, I don't know, her oldness. And, 
you know, she has this fake long hair that's a weave, you know, and but she was on TikTok live about a couple days ago. Now I can take a joke as much as the next person. I, you know what I mean? Uh, doesn't bother me. But what I don't like is when people cannot take a joke and they take it too seriously. And I don't like those people that think the world revolves around them. Like they're, you know, poop doesn't smell and they react and get offended quickly. If you make a little tiny comment, you know what I mean? This is what happened. <clears throat> I was scrolling on TikTok at my job. It was on my break and lunch. And this woman, Lola, uh, face spackle Lola, uh, she was on there, right? And she was combing her hair, putting on her fifth jar of face spackle. And, you know, and I said to her, joking around, I said, whoa, love your shower curtains. You know, they were ugly, you know, but, and then she go, looks at the shower curtains and she goes, oh, Jerry, honey. And I was like, oh, as soon as a Latino woman says, honey, it's like, oh, 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 this is it. Here we go. You know, so this, this is a reaction. And mind you, I'm a, I'm an actor, so I can really pick up someone's traits very well and quickly. Oh, Jerry, those are not my curtains. Okay. This is not my house. All right. So the next time you say about my shower curtains, Ask me if, if this is my bathroom because this is not my bathroom. This is not my house. And those are not my shower curtains. Okay? Okay? All right? So if you really like my shower curtains, then uh, I guess you like them and I feel happy for you. Okay? I was like, whoa. What the hell was that reaction for? So Saturday, I was supposed to contact her because I wanted her to be a guest on my podcast show. Because she always gives this lame advice to people how to how to be this, how to be that. And I'm like, all right, you know, like, you know, you're doing something nice, but if you're passing advice to other people, you know, and, you know, I'll get into what I, later on. So then the next, just so Saturday I was supposed to contact her, but I couldn't, I have elderly parents and I had a list and I did not forget it was on my list and it was on my reminder on my phone and watch. But I was like, man, I can't do it because I'm contacting, you know, I did send her one message, one. All of a sudden, you know, while after that rant about the shower curtains, she goes, oh, Jenny, are you the Jenny that makes plans that don't go through with them? I'm like, what the F is wrong with this woman? God damn. I was like, geez, I felt bad for the woman. Then I get a Trace Flares t-shirt. As a matter of fact, I'm glad you said that, uh, Cyber. I'm in the works of uh, creating T-shirts, the Jerry Torres program. Um, and these shirts will come in two colors, black and white. But uh, 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 the proceeds will go to um, uh, funding for Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, and Cuba to help rebuild. So I'm in the works of talking to a company to help make T-shirts and uh, just the T-shirt. The hats and the thermoses would be something different, but just the T-shirts alone and all the proceeds will go. I was going to think about making them brown or tan T-shirts, you know, to represent Latinos. But I was like, you know what? Black and white goes with everything, you know. And uh, if you see the logo, that's going to be that, you know. But um, and uh, so a large percentage of the proceeds 
will go to the rebuild of the Dominican Republic. Pretty much, it's going to go to the Hispanic Federation. That's what it's going to go to, and that's what the money is going to go to help rebuild uh, uh, Cuba, Dominican Republic, and Puerto Rico because they need our money. You know what I mean? Yeah, the inland United States doesn't care about those islands. They don't. They really don't. You know what I mean? Um, it's like, oh, Puerto Rico will help you, not Dominican Republic. We're there for you, not Cuba. You're communistic. You don't need us. You know what I mean? It's like, geez, all right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But anyway, um, so there you go, Cyber Lolo. All right. I'm in the works of making the T-shirt, so it's going to take about a couple, a month or so to have them made. So I have my logo set up. I just got to find the right company. I'm on Shopify. I might do with them on Shopify, you know, so that's going to happen. But other than that, so uh, back to our, our face spackle Lola from uh, Staten Island. Um, you know, uh, she, on while she was on live, right, Tan Brown, Jerry, Tan Brown, I can't have him black and white. Hello, Carapaca. Carapaca. Check out Scalable Press to get them printed. Oh, I'm going to write that down. Thank you, Cyber. See what I mean, everybody? Cyberhood is the man. Oh, my God. Guys, wait a minute. That lucky lady. What do you think about Cyberhood, madam? Oh, my God. Hey, there you go. All right. <laughs> Cyber. All right. Hold on, Cyber. I'm going to write the name. Scalable. Scale. Scale able. Okay, I got that down, buddy. Thank you. All right, I'll definitely check them out. Um, now on this thing, I can design them and they create them, and they, you know, pretty much when people want to purchase them, they sell them. Most yes, but no. Forgetting the people you represent is a message in doing that. There you go, Megan the Great. That's Megan uh, the Stallion's sister, Megan the Great. Yes. <laughs> About the body, yada, 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 yada. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. Anyway. Oh, never. Oh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> There's only one. Megan the Great. <laughs> uh, I am the six feet, though. Oh, woo, you're a tall woman. Mm, so you're near God. Okay. Yeah. You guys watch. See, I'm six foot tall. I can touch God. Watch. See, look, look. See, look at that. Look at that. He just fist bumped me. All right. I was like, oh, man. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um. So after that, that upsetness of her and her attitude and her uh, personality, right away, I was like, okay, I dated women like that. I've been with women like that. What do I do? I, I stopped talking to them. Hello, Lisa. Oh, I'm, I'm so glad I have Lisa Elaine. Hello, my dear. Let me check you out. Hold on. Do not leave me. Do not leave me. Yeah, Lisa Elaine. Hello, my dear. Hi, 40 female, Wichita Falls, Texas. Well, welcome, my dear. All right, how many guests do I have? I want to come on here. Oh, my goodness. All right. So, anyway. Um... Yeah, I blocked and deleted her. I did. I had, I did it immediately because with that type of attitude for her unsensibility and to pretty much her way of humor was not 
pretty much mature. You know, it's pretty much like, wow, this woman is sensitive. If things have to go her way, if it's a conversation about something, you have to make sure you have to agree with her, you know, and, you know, she thinks that her shit doesn't smell. You know what I mean? I immediately, I know the signs. I know the signs and she had them all, you know, I'm not going to deal with that. I'm not going to waste my time with that. And, you know, for me to be, to talk to a woman that gets overly sensitive over shower curtains. Are you kidding me? Her in her lime green dress, you know, it's like, why are you wearing a lime green dress? Are you going to be stripping at a beach? You know what I mean? Are you trying to, you are a 52 year old woman. Stop trying to think you're in your twenties. All right. You're not, uh, you know, and it was to a point where I kind of felt good that I did block into leader. I don't, you know, I felt no sadness, no, no, like, Oh my God, what did I do? You know what I mean? You know, that person didn't care. Don't care much about her. So the point of this whole thing is this, and like I'm telling JJ, don't get mad. Don't get upset. Don't get vengeful. Don't get spiteful. Don't, you know, verbal retaliate back just block and delete those people you don't need them and if you post a video up you have the power to block the comments you can do that you know if you post a video and you don't block the comments but as soon as the negative comments come in take down the video repost the video and then block the comments you know because that way these trolls have nothing to do nothing better to do and again, you feel better that you did what you did. You did what you had to do. You know? All right, who is this, man? Everybody's coming on. All right, who is this? Hello? Okay. Ugh, my goody goo goo. Oh, my goodness. What the hell is that? What the hell is that? Why am I? There we go. All right. And then, 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 all right, so let's see what I talked about. Uh, Black and Delete, Closing Song, Scalable. Thank you, my new friend. Lolo Torres. Megan the Great left. Why did Megan the Great left? No. I'm going to find her and write her a nice message. Megan the Great. Megan the Great. Yada 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 yada. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all didn't hear that. That was an old man cough. Ah. Uh, so I got my hair cut today. That was another thing I forgot to mention. I had, you know, I, I always get a little trim on my haircut. You know what I mean? You know, my my haircut was not at a bowling alley. All right. So. Tomorrow is, again, pretty much going to be a simple day. And I don't know what the hell to do tomorrow. I'm just probably going to go grocery shopping, buy the stuff that I need, make more videos, and then after that, you know, go back behind my desk. Which, by the way, I'm going to go back doing comedy shows next week. I'll be doing open mics again. And uh, I'm going to be doing regular shows coming up soon. Uh, and But I'll be on the road. Though I miss being on the road. Yes, I do, man. I really do. I really want to go back on the road again doing shows, doing comedy shows. Uh, I'm trying to find an agency uh, that does that stuff. There was an agency that, that used to, but the guy that ran the, the club, his name was uh, David Tribble. 
He's done it for so many years. I've did his shows for four years, man. Four years. And I used to do like five to six states and like over 20 or 30 shows within that time. But the guy, you know, when COVID came around, he had to close down some of his clubs and his venues. And he slowly reopened again, but things wasn't like it was before. And the guy like just said, you know what? I'm going to retire. And, you know, good for him. You know what I mean? The guy's an awesome guy. He he wasn't those type of bookers or club managers that were doubtful. You know? This is how great he was. It reminded me of a comedy club manager named Mike Tomasino. He passed away a couple of years ago. May he rest in peace. Not only was he a club manager, comedy club manager, he was also a friend. And the reason why I call him a friend because this guy had a heart. Most comedy club managers do not. And I use the word most. All right? And what, uh, comparing to David Tribble and Mike Tomasino, if a comedian came up and said, hey, I want to do some stand-up comedy, you know the first thing they do is? And say to that comic, okay, when can you perform? Most other comedians, most other comedy club managers would say, are you sure you want to do this? Do you have a clay agency? Well, well, you know, well, you know, you have to do open mics, you know, this and this, this. No. These two guys at a regular real show, unlike an open mic, they would look at that comedian and go, okay, can you perform this weekend? And they were like, oh, oh, but uh, but I thought you said you wanted to be a comedian. Can you do a show this weekend? It, but don't you have a regular show? Well, of course I do have a regular show. But I'm asking you, can you perform this weekend? And I was there many times when that happened. And the guy would, person would be like stuttering, a little shaky. And he would say to them, I'll tell you what. If you perform this Saturday, I'll give you five minutes. And you're going to do it in front of a real crowd. You know, Scorpio! Mary Butterfly, hello, my dear. Let me see who you are. All right, Crafty Mama, how you doing, Mary? And Scorpio, Scorpio ran. Scorpio didn't stay. Okay. Um. So I remember like seeing comedians that were like scary, doubtful. They were a little nervous. And believe it or not, I remember the five years I worked in Mike Tomasino's room. Uh, I would say about an average 10 of them came back on a Saturday, did their five minutes, and then this was the test. He, I would ask him, why would you do that to them? And he goes, I test them to see if they really want to be in stand-up comedy. You know, If they come in Saturday, that means they really want to be a comedian. If they don't come in Saturday, they're wasting my time, and they're wasting their time. And I don't have the time to wait for an entertainer to make their decision. Saturday is the day if they show up or not. I was like, oh, that's good. So you mean if they show up on if they show up on Saturday, a man of my word, I give them their five minutes on stage in front of an actual crowd. I was like, wow, that's brilliant. I love it. David Triple was like that. He would get comedians coming up to him and go, hey, can I do your rooms? The first thing he would say is, well, can you perform this weekend? You know, I'll give you five minutes if you show up. I'll tell you what, I'll give you 10, you know, and I'll pay you like 50 bucks. Same thing. I was like, wow. These are the comedy club managers in Philadelphia, New York, and New Jersey. Well, I'll let you perform, but you got to bring 20 people to watch it. Wow. Okay. You know, there you go. Break the man's person's spirit that wanted to be an entertainer. I'm so lucky that I started stand up in 1993. It took a hiatus in 94 because there was no internet. I had to go to an actual Sam Goody to study comedy. You know, and, you know, the books. 
the audio tapes, videos. You know, I was studying my ass off, reading books. I even went to comedy class courses. Now, those helped. Even acting lessons. And that helped. So, you know, for David Turbo to retire and Mike Tomasino passed away, I haven't met or seen a comedy club manager, let alone owner, have passion or yet consideration of someone's passion that really want to entertain, like set foot on that stage. Uh, I don't give advice to comedians unless they ask. The most advice I tell them is it's okay to be nervous, but it, and it's okay to have fun and be yourself. Nothing wrong with that. Don't put on a role like, you know, your dice clay or, you know, or your burning Mac because an audience can see that. Just be yourself. That's it, man. Have fun. Talk about anything on stage. Nowadays, everybody's so sensitive over political stuff. It's like, okay, I have to go, Jerry. It was nice being on your live. I'll see you next time. Keep in touch. I will definitely will, Ms. Lolo. As a matter of fact, I wrote your name down. I will send you a very nice message. Yes, definitely keep in touch. I appreciate you. hope you have fun. Stay warm in Chicago. Wait, Chicago. Boston. Boston. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Texas. I'm kidding. <laughs> Thank you, Lolo. appreciate you coming on, okay? Ah, oh, Zach the Leaf fan. Thank you, Lolo. Be safe, honey. Oh. oh, my goodness. What the hell just happened here? Where's my favorite stuff? <gasps> there you go. You as well. I'm in Massachusetts, silly. <laughs> Where's my glass? I have no idea. I'm talking to Lolo. Shut up. I can't hear you. I can hear me just fine. Shut up. Huh? Oh, my goodness. Anyway. Um... You got that, Chief? I got it. <laughs> Fail. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What? Anyway. Uh, good night, my dear. Good night, Lola. Appreciate you coming on. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, yes, I'm in the works of uh, creating T-shirts. I'm gonna just gonna use my logo, you know, nothing fancy, you know, just my face, my small printed face, and just my logo, the Jerry Torres program. Uh, I might put the Spotify logo on there, so that way people could, in the Anchor FM logo, so that way people can uh, see me on there. Joe Matarese, you know what? Screw this. I'm gonna invite the man. There we go. So Joe Manorese is another comedian I used to work I worked with from time to time. He's uh, doing a tour talking about the 80s, which is awesome. Uh, that's my era. And uh, yes, we did shows together at Rascals Comedy Cabaret. Oh, what other rooms? Good Lord, we did a room here or there. You know what I mean? But uh, he's a very nice guy. He's very passionate about his craft, and he respects other comedians. Um, there was a time someone was spreading a rumor that we were hatted out with each other, which is not true, you know what I mean? But I do respect him as a comedian, as a man. He's a great dad to, you know, to his children. He's a great husband to his wife. And he promotes these great videos on TikTok that he does about his uh, comedy sets. And he's a funny, funny dude. He was on David Letterman. He appeared on David Letterman, good Lord, I don't know how many times. But uh, he's a great writer, too. And you think I'm kissing ass. I am not. I don't kiss ass to comics. I'm being honest and truthful, you know. And he's from Jersey. He's an Italian guy. So, you know what I mean? He talks about his Italian life, you know, the Z Cavaricis and the other stuff. 
but one hell of a funny comedian and i know through experience because i've opened for him before i emceed for him before and uh you know um there's always that i i will always have respect for joe matteris no matter what but um other than that you know i've but check out Joe Matteris' TikTok page. Check out his website to come his up and coming shows. If you want to see Joe Matteris, check him out. If you want me to spell his name, here we go: T H E J O E M A T A R E S E. All right, Roadrunner. Oh my God, Tammy, where the hell have you been? Jeez, shoot me a text if you can. All right, all right. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Roadrunner is here. Don't leave. Stick around, okay? But uh, back to Joe Matteris. Please check him out. Go to his website, Joe Matteris, or check out his TikTok page, which is the Joe Matteris. All right. Thank you so much. And before anybody asks, uh, have I done? Yes, I've done comedy shows with him. But right now he's doing a tour. And before somebody says, "Hey, maybe ask him to open for you," I did. I never got a response back. Was I upset? No. He just said he's doing things on his own now my focus is me now i'm trying to find a new talent comedy talent agent i'm trying to find uh you know a new comedy talent booker i went through eight of them in the past 10 technically half of them went out of business half of them were corrupt and half of them lied so that's why i don't deal with bookers anymore but i'm trying to find a legit honest you know uh, pretty much faithful comedy booking agency to say, you know what, Jerry, you worked for David Triple for four years. You did five of his, what, 20, 30 of his rooms. Now we want you to do our rooms. I'm like, hey, I love that. Book me, you know. I miss the road. I love to get back on the comedy scene again. Uh, in 2007 up to 2011, I was on the road a lot. You know what I mean? I I was. I used to do shows with the Comedy Zone, the Comedy Cabaret, David Tribble, um, Charter Talent. And yeah, I was pretty much flying and driving half the time. I did comedy clubs. I did personal private venues. I did uh, colleges. I did cruise ships. And before anybody says, yeah, Roger, you did. Motherfucker, I keep proof. All right. I have receipts. I have uh, flyers before websites were even invented. Of that I did these comedy stuff. I've done so many shows, I can't keep count anymore, you know. But it's been three months since I've set foot on the stage. I got to go back up. I wasn't procrastinating. I wasn't making excuses. It's just that I had to figure out me, you know. And the one thing that I figured it out of these three months that I was off is it's just that I want to be a better comic. That's it. I just want to have fun, you know. I don't care about the fame. I don't care about the fortune. You know, I don't care about the immense recognition. You know what I mean? Or yet alone having my own Netflix special. My focus is just me being a better comedian. And if that Netflix special comes around or for Hulu or for Peacock or whatever, if it comes, it comes. If it doesn't come, hey, then I'll still keep performing. You know what I mean? Having a good time doing what I love doing. That's the main focus, man. You know, there was a time I remember I was like, man, desperate for an HBO special or desperate to to be famous or to be popular, you know, and uh, but in time that was like blocking me because that was my focus. And I'll be honest with you, 
sometimes I don't think I'm funny on that stage, you know? But then after the set, I get off, I have these people, like, you know, immense accolades. I'm like, oh, thank you. Wow, okay. You like that stuff? What? I said that on stage, you know? But now with technology, now I can record it. I'd be like, oh, man, I did say that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what was I thinking? But anyway, I am going to go back doing open mic next week. And I'm going to be going back doing regular shows in the following weeks to come. And I will keep you posted on TikTok. Just to let you all know. All right. And also the T-shirts that I'm making uh, will be saying the Jerry Torres program. Either they'll be in tan and brown. Yes, those two colors, tan and brown to represent latinos you know so and the proceeds will go to help rebuild the countries in cuba the 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 dominican republic and the people of puerto rico all right because right now those people need generators and they need solar panels wind power generators and food you know medical supplies they need it they need it bad all right ladies and gentlemen before I leave, uh, listen to the Jerry Torres program. I am on tic- I am on TikTok Live. I am on Spotify, Anchor FM, Apple Podcast. I'm on Amazon. I think I'm on Audible. I think you know, but uh, definitely check out that's uh, my podcast shows. All right. So before I leave, I'm gonna find a really good closing song. If I can get back up here. All right. Let me pause this real quick. Okay, I'm back up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, it's been 22 years since the death of the great Tito Puente Jr. Uh, we miss him. We love him. I still listen to his music. Hello, Vibing the Swamp. How are you, my dear? Very lovely picture of you. Stick around. And uh, his music still lives on. So before I leave the show, here we go. I'll find a really good closing song. Yeah, you think I should play it? Yeah, I think I should play it. I'm going to play it now. Screw it. All right. But again, I'll be having up-and-coming shows very soon. I'll be posting. I'll be going back doing open mics local. I'm not going to be traveling to New York or Philadelphia anytime soon. Just local places that are throwing comedy. And uh, I'll be developing T-shirts in two colors, tan and brown, to represent Latinos. All right? And those proceeds will go to help rebuild Puerto Rico, Cuba, and the Dominican Republic. Also, uh, I forgot. But anyway, there's more. All right, here we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all for listening to another edition episode of Jerry Therese Program. Listen to me on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon. Also, Breaker FM. Also, check out my up-and-coming shows and my previous podcast shows. This podcast show will be entitled Delete and Block Only. All right? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for listening. I appreciate everybody coming on. As I always say towards the end of my podcast show, whatever religious figure you believe in, may you be blessed. I bid you all a fond fondue. I'll be back next week. So I ask you all, please don't go changing. Tito Puente. Run, gun, gun. Please, my man, take me away.